0: All right, we are back with the 135th edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I usually interview either UFC fighters or people on the uh, on the come up here in in the United States or in Canada. Um, so this time I went a little bit different. I uh, I'm going to bring on someone who's who's been competing in the regional scene over in uh, in the Netherlands. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to butcher his name, but I'm going to try Yarno Aarons.
1: How was that? <laughs> did, I, did I pronounce it okay? Yeah, that was a good one. Now I want uh, Bruce Buffer to announce it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you're right, right? <laughs> That'd be awesome yeah, yeah. if Bruce, Bruce Buffer could do it. Um, did I pronounce it correctly, though? Jarno, right?
1: Yeah, it's Jarno. It's very difficult because we have uh, a lot of uh, dialects here in uh, in Holland. So people in the north call me Jarno, and in the south it's more like Jarno. You know, it's a it's different oh. kind of dialects, but all uh, kind of Yarnos or Jarnos are perfect for me.
0: Okay, I mean, as long as it's being announced in the like you said, as long as it's Bruce Buffer, he can butcher it. As long as you make it to the UFC, it doesn't matter what he says, right? Exactly, exactly. So, how are you doing? How are how are things over there in the uh, in the Netherlands?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Uh, the only thing, yeah, I think everyone knows in the whole world around the COVID situation, um, no events, training is on a yeah on a low on a lower road, but. I keep myself busy every time I have uh, find some new uh, motivation to get in. Uh, I try to make trains where not only in the garage, but maybe a little bit outside. But there is no gym opens over here. But it, it, yeah, that just make the situation very difficult. But we I train uh, where it's possible. But it's a uh, yeah. It's unfortunately it's not uh, not that high as uh, as normal
0: it's been like that since the beginning right in around march or so you it's been like that the entire time or have there been periods where it's been open and then closed again
1: yeah well like uh uh, periods where it's opened but i think in march was a lockdown but the, the gyms weren't closed so we could train like normal then we have in the after the summer, there was a little shutdown around the gyms, like uh, no group sessions, but smaller group sessions. And now, in uh, in the beginning of 2021, all gyms are shut down. So yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a wave, you know. Sometimes it's open, then uh, it's closed. It's re- yeah, it depends on uh, on how the situation is going with uh, with the COVID situation.
0: That being said, you do have a fight coming up, so uh, pretty impressive that even though training is not going on 100%, you've accepted a fight, so you're fighting next month. What's that like and, and what's your training been like for that fight?
1: Uh, my training is like going uh, to a friend, do some pet work, uh, wrap up some guys to go to uh, to a, g- a garage, uh, train with with just people who are motivated to train, you know? Um, the preparation don't will be like normal, but that's the same thing for, for my opponent. He also can't um, can't train fully, you know? So for me, I'm not worried about anything because my opponent also cannot train a lot. So it's, it's quite the same, you know?
0: Yeah, that's one way to look at it. I mean, you both kind of have the same sort of problems, you know, uh, limited resources and stuff. How excited are you to compete in kickboxing? Uh,
1: Excited, of course. Every fight is exciting for me. Yeah. Um, But I prefer MMA MMA fight. But um, the reason is why I'm doing kickbox is on yeah the level who I'm striking to. I need. I think maybe one more fight, and I'm I'm a UFC potential uh, UFC fighter. But my management said, we want a good fight against a good opponent. So we have to, need, have to uh, yeah, we need to have patience, you know. So um, I said to my management, if I need to have patience with my MMA, I want to go further with other fighting. I said, maybe a kickboxing match or something. So I'm fighting now, it's 10 March, I think. It's an uh, infusion Alkmaar. But it's also like the how's the COVID situation is going. If the the rules are here uh, going level up, the event will go to another month. You know, so I have an upcoming fight, but it's not sure. You know, it's, everything is uh, not clear enough. Does
0: it make it harder knowing that you know there is so many questions? Like there's no there's there's, there's no date set in stone. Like. I can imagine if I was in a fight, I'd want to know every little detail uh, yeah. when I'm fighting, so I could target, you know, start losing weight at the right time. Is it a bit concerning that you know there is no guaranteed that there is going to be a fight
1: on that yeah. date? Sure, sure. Normally, you got a normal. You have a structure. It's like I I'm six weeks out. Uh, I'm uh, now good my, with my weight uh I now need to train a little bit harder, or I need to go slow down with training uh you know, but for me, on this moment it's like come over me it doesn't matter anymore it's it's just keeping the like. I want to fight it doesn't matter about- around the circumstances, and I just let it be you know it's just the waiting wait wait, wait, and hope that there is a opportunity to uh, to a fight i'm not um I don't expect a lot anymore, you know. It's now for the third or fourth time, like I was preparing. Yes, I got a fight upcoming, and then boom, shut down, the event is cancelled, and you know. So it's now just waiting, and I will see. It's, it's a little bit yeah, it's, it's just a strange feeling. Normally you have to structure, you know what's going to do what you're going to do or need to do, and now it's like just do it. And wait till the fights come.
0: It's uh, when I think of Dutch uh, sports, the first thing I think of is kickboxing. Like that's yeah. you know Alistair Overeem. The list goes on and on of, of, of guys who are who have competed in kickboxing. However, MMA isn't necessarily the first thing that comes to mind. Obviously, you've got guys like Stefan Struve and Alistair Overeem who have made it in the mm-hmm. sport. So, what ultimately led you to pick MMA over a sport like kickboxing?
1: Uh, on a young age, my uh, my dad was a judo coach, so he introduced me to uh, the traditional uh fight sports. Um, and just after that, I stopped with uh, with judo at the age of 12 or 13. And I was really young, I was over there, so I stopped there also in my yeah, in my in my years, and then I did motocross for also that was my my first uh, first uh, extreme sport and I go kickboxing just for the condition you know so I was like hey I have kickboxing and I have a judo background let's mix it you know I saw every everything around the UFC was very upcoming you know that people were saying you did saw that uh, you saw that cage fight the men are crazy you know and I thought like Fuck! I'm crazy too. Let's let's make this shit, and maybe it will, uh, will, uh, you know will, will come in time that I will fight over there. What was the hardest
0: aspect to pick up? Obviously, you have the judo background. You did a little bit of kickboxing, but when you started putting things together, was it the jiu-jitsu? Was that the hardest part? Was it uh, like muay thai,
1: the elbows and knees? What was the hardest part for you to pick up? Uh, I think my wrestling. I got a good grappling. Uh, a solid grappling before I did even uh, before I did my first trainings with grappling I did it in a judo in my young age I did it a few times you know and when I uh, came to the first time to my grappling uh, session it was like um, a feeling you got before you know you was comfortable in grappling or something and also because I did um have a lot of beef beef on school so i did fight a lot also on, on school on my a young age so i also got the striking and i was like these things were like i was born for it i pick it up like it was nothing but then came the uh the wrestling so i need to yeah make a frame uh don't get my butt uh into the ground uh don't get uh get thrower all the time so i need to go into defense a lot because my style is like striking kicking move away move away uh, a lot of circling and with when i was um when someone want to shoot on me i need because my wrestling wasn't uh, that good i need a lot of training in my wrestling and now i'm also doing a lot of wrestling with my uh with my coach Kazim Aras and Ache he's teaching me more and more about wrestling, so that was the hardest part for me uh to pick up it's It's funny
0: you say that like you're you're predominantly a striker like you like to stay on the feet mm-hmm. you like to strike ninety five percent of your fights end in submission, submission uh,
1: wh- yeah. Why is that? Because they're afraid of my striking. <laughs> that's the only reason they want they want the they don't want this uh, a stand up fight. A lot of people were fighting to, they got one jab or one kick or something. I was like, "Fuck!" He's that Dutch striker, you know. It, it's they don't want the want the stand-up game. A lot of guys, and also uh, my react. Sometimes my reaction is also like striking, and if I'm in a good position, I also can go further in in, in my in my grappling game. So when I was to some opponents, I make the takedown, you know, but. The most of most of the guys who were uh, submitted also put me to the ground. It's like karma, you know. When you put me on the ground, I will submit you.
0: I like that. It's a it's a nice element to have too. Uh, good grappling. Obviously, you like the feet, but if it goes to the ground, be able to put people away. I like that. Um, yeah. When you when you look at your future aspirations, obviously you've mentioned the UFC. One of the things I'm finding is the UFC isn't signing many guys from from Europe. Um, have you looked at, you know, maybe KSW, ACA, 1, or is your dream, regardless of any of that stuff, the UFC, no matter how long it takes?
1: Uh, UFC, how many long uh, uh uh Definitely UFC. How, uh, how long it takes, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. I, I have no eyes on uh, other organizations. Maybe if I get an offer of one championship, maybe I will uh, think about it, but... The only, only thing I see in my eyes is UFC. I, as for me, it's not only the, the. Just the UFC. It's the whole thing around the UFC. You know, that's that's what make me, make me fight, want to fight in the UFC.
0: The fact that it is the biggest organization, right? Like to be able to say that I'm competing against the best in the world, rather than. You know, the second best in the world, uh, if you were in one or Bellator or one of these other organizations. Mm. What do you think what do you think it will take to get there? Obviously, um you've competed, you've got very good record. Um do you think it's two, three, four wins away? How long do you think it will take before you get noticed by
1: by that organization? Uh, I think one would win, you know. And you'd um uh, now you want to know why I'm thinking it? Because which uh, the Dutch guys you know there's not not a lot of Dutch guys so mm-hmm. put a Dutch guy into the UFC and the well, the whole uh, Netherlands will watch you know so it will be a good uh, a good thing for for the Dutch uh, UFC fighter who is there and also for the UFC itself because there is more there's a young guy like me putting into the UFC. A lot of people from the Netherlands going to watch it, you know? So it's not a good deal for me also, but also for the UFC.
0: Do you think it's gonna take someone like Alistair Overeem maybe getting a title or Stefan Struve getting some wins to really have the UFC look towards the Dutch as a as a strong market for some talent? Or or how do you think it's gonna it's gonna change? How do you think that the UFC is gonna change their perspective and say we need more Dutch fighters in the UFC?
1: Um I think the be, because the Dutch fighters is very limited and think that the Dutch kickboxing uh the UFC want to see more Dutch kids kickboxing in the UFC. So I think I think that this is the the reason about the UFC that they maybe in the future want some uh Dutch uh, Dutch guys.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um there is um there's speaking of Dutch, maybe not Dutch, but European. There's big, there's big European fighters right now in the UFC. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of people who've competed for championships. Jan Blachowicz obviously uh, recently won the belt. He's fighting Israel Adesanya. I don't know if your eyes are glued to that, but I am so excited for that fight. Do you plan on watching it? And if so, who do you think is going to win that one?
1: Uh, definitely the style banner, I think. Definitely.
0: Do you just think he's going to... How do you think he's going to get it done? Do you think it's going to be just picking him
1: apart or... Mm, I just think by by TKO or something. I think his striking level is is too good for Jan.
0: I want to talk a little bit about... uh, We're going to take a little break from MMA. There's a part of you that I think is very, very fascinating. Um, Obviously, MMA and kickboxing and judo are very extreme sports, but even more Mm -hmm. extreme is motocross. And that's yeah. something that you got started in. You talked about it a little bit. Um, what was that like? And is that something that you would considered maybe doing again at some point? Because that to me is is unbelievable that you uh, that you did that.
1: Uh, when i going to do it, it's just for fun. I have only my eyes on, on fighting and nothing else anymore. So if I'm going to do motocross again, it's just for the fun. I have a lot of friends uh, still in there in the motocross uh, world so what i'm going to do is just for fun and and, and maybe some uh, some stress relief or something but i don't want to be uh going into c- competition anymore or train a lot because yeah when you want to crash with the bike it's not like <laughs> it's not like you are in, in two weeks you're already uh, on the bike again it's like you have six months to recover you you break some bones or something it's it's not a joke you know when you fall or you when you crash with your bike mostly of the time it will uh, it will be a uh, be a really nasty injury
0: i know it's a completely different sport but is there any sort of things that you've learned from motocross that you can apply to make martial arts whether it be discipline or something like that
1: um that's a good question. I never asked myself that one. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think maybe the, uh, some of the mindset because, um, when you go into a race with 30 people, you were, every 30 people were knocking for the, for the first place, you know, and you have 15 minutes of time you need to put in the work and two rounds or something and then um also in the last round some three or four people before you can can crash or something and until the finish flag is raised then it's over so i i also think that's a little little mindset thing you can uh go into into the fighting uh, game because Still, in the, in the few last seconds, you can hit a KO and win the fight. Also, when you wear 90% of the time, you wear a negative uh, aspect or something. So I think the finish flag is, is a sign like, then it's over. And then you can always win until the finish flag is raised. So I think that is the, the mindset after uh, motocross riding. Yeah.
0: I want to ask one last question, and then I'll let you go. Obviously, you're over in the Netherlands, so I'm sure there's a lot of people MMA fans that haven't seen you here in Canada or the United States. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that you can say about your fighting style um, to people who maybe haven't seen you fight, what would that be?
1: Um, it will be a mix of uh, Dutch kickbook striking, some uh, frustrating fighting. Fighting, I love to frustrate people and fight. Uh, show fighting a lot of show kicks and uh, spinning back kicks and something like that. And for the people who put me down, I expect the submission.
0: Yep, he's got a lot of those. He's got, he's got <laughs> a lot of those. Uh, before we go, is there anybody you want to thank uh, or any sponsors or social media that you'd like to plug before we end it?
1: Uh, of course, there's always a lot of guys to uh, to thank. At first, I want to tra- uh, thank my trainer. Because he's always there for me, also in the in the times like this, there is no capability of training. We just uh, message each other, "Hey, how, how your week is going? Do you do go, go training or something?" So my trainer Ben Buky, I want to thank uh, Spartaka Aachen. I want to thank you of the gym, and of course all my sponsors, Hugo Manswear, uh, Bergstein Solutions, and everyone else. All right, man. Thank you very much for the time.
0: Uh, I appreciate it. I know it's late there. So, uh, thank you for the time. And, uh, man, I can't wait to watch you fight. Thanks. Thanks. Keep your eyes on me. I will. I will, man. I'll I'll be watching. Cool. Thank you. All right. All the best. Stay safe. You also. There we go. Uh, Yarno Aaron's been a fan of his for a very long time. I was actually, uh, Marcel Dorff actually told him about him and I started watching some tape and I was like I gotta have him on Uh, if you guys haven't be sure to like comment and subscribe and of course we'll see you guys next